<laughs> What's up, guys? It's Aiden Taco Jones here. You're listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday, the 26th of June, 2018. Fucking, I feel, I feel really fat. I feel, I feel like I, I need some space. Um, I just had breakfast, and I don't have any avocado, so I made capsicum and like onion and garlic with parmesan cheese in a pan and put it on a bit of toast <laughs> is that cre- like i don't i can't tell whether that's like all creative or like oh depressed you know um i did that and i had like my two eggs on toast and then i fucking had some some camembert cheese with um like cheese shapes and like cut onto the cheese shapes i had that and then I walked to Woolies and I ha- ate a pear. <laughs> what an absurd breakfast. And I feel fat in the top of my belly, you know? You know that bit? Like your diaphragm, where they tell you to sing from when you sing. You're like, la, 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 la. Um, I can't sing well because I've, that's full of food. Um, if any, if I start singing on this pod today and uh, anyone's like, you, that's awful singing. Yeah, it's because I fucking put a pear in there, bro. There's no room for, for beautiful music in my belly. <laughs> um, I almost fucking started this podcast without my tea. What an idiot! Sorry if that was too loud. What an idiot! I hope that was better. I can't... I've turned my monitor off so I can't see the, um, the like, waveforms or whatever on the audio. Oh, are you guys watching the World Cup? If you're not, you fucking should be, man. It's so good. Um, we are... Well, we're into the second week. We're getting... There's, uh, tonight, tomorrow, and then Thursday night. And then uh, that's the group stages done. So it's like... Now is the best time to get into it. Because these are the games when it actually starts to matter. Some of the smaller teams are going out, which is a bummer. Peru will be going out. Uh, Cameroon are gone out. Uh, fucking, who was the team in Group A who played really nice football? It was, uh, I mean, Egypt are gone, Morocco are gone. Oh, Cameroon went in it. What am I talking about? Oh, yeah, Cameroon are, uh, yeah, they're, they're going out. They haven't been playing very well. They went in it, you fucking loser. I was thinking of Morocco. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, last night we had the last groups for Group A. Uruguay and Russia gone through, but that was boring. Uh, I haven't watched the Group B games yet, but apparently they were amazing. Spain and Portugal went through tonight. Austria, uh, Austria, fucking hell, Australia versus Peru and France versus Denmark. If France beat Denmark and Australia beat Peru, then we could go through. What do we got right now? Two goals, four, three goals against Denmark. Have got two, four, one against. Um, they've got four points. We've got one point. So if we get the win and they lose, then we ju- then we'll be on. If if we if we win one nil and they lose one nil, then we will be above them on goals four and we'll have equal goal difference. So we'll go through. We'll go through. Um, yeah, man. So fucking get watch some shit. Watch that, man. It's like. The World Cup, this is like the only thing, this is really the only thing in the world where the whole world is is like in on this, you know? Um, if you like sports at all, if you're one of these people who's like, fucking soccer, bro, nah, that's a bit poofy, eh? It's like, dude, 
what are you fucking talking about? It's just a sport like any other sport. Get on board and watch it because there's one chance every four years to, to watch some shit that everyone in the world is watching. I think that's incredible, you know? That's why I like to listen to the radio sometimes instead of, like, just go on Spotify because I don't know if this is silly, but it's like you listen to your own music and that's fine. You get to hear what you want. But there's, like... There's like the nice feeling of letting someone else do the choosing for you because it's like a mystery. And then if like if you want to listen to Chop Suey by uh, fucking System of a Down, I don't know why that came song, song came in my head. But if you want to listen to that song and then you can just go on Spotify and listen to it or you can go on to a radio station and if they play it, you can get excited because someone else played it. And then you're like, oh, they like that song too. That's nice. And probably a bunch of other people are listening to it going, oh, this is nice. I remember Chop Suey. Back from fucking when I was a teenager, I used to think dreadlocks were cool. Yes. And you have that moment together, you know? That's why it's nice to listen to the radio. And that's why you should watch the World Cup. Because whenever something crazy happens, and you watch it, something crazy will happen. Crazy shit has been... Man, the, the VAR, Virtual Assistant Referee stuff, every time there's a weird penalty decision, it's... I think it's... I've been having arguments with people about it, about like... um. Uh, one of my friends is saying that, and this dude doesn't even like really watch that much football, so it's kind of frustrating to argue with him. But it's like the whole point of it is to remove contention from decisions and and have like remove these conversations and make it so that we're not having these conversations about like why you know should that have been a penalty or was that a handball or was it not or whatever, and. Uh, remove those decisions and hopefully make the game more fair. And uh, the downside of it would be that it would slow the game down a little bit because the referee's always got to be going to his earpiece and checking with these people in another room watching the replays or he has to go off to the side of the pitch and watch the screen. But ideally, it would make it more fair and that would only be a small interruption to the game. But as it's happened, apparently last night there was a, a... a decision where Ronaldo for Portugal was maybe going to have a, a red card against him and it took two minutes for them to decide. And it's like, it's not good enough. It needs to be faster. The game needs to be the same game that we know. You know it can't be... It's the whole point about football. Is it's the beautiful game. It's free-flowing. It's about movement and, and space and like the fucking quick moves, the passing of the ball, like the Spanish tiki-taka or like Brazilian, you know, Joga Bonito. This like... Fuck, I'm waxing lyrical right now, I know. <laughs> it's just it, it needs to be free flowing to be beautiful because that's what it is. Football is not I don't want it to turn into NFL where they fucking like what was that stat a few years ago that there was 11 minutes of actual playing time in the fucking Super Bowl because the rest of it is just like they're standing around they're they're trying to decide what to do or it's a timeout or a fucking Gatorade ad. Fuck you. That's not football, all right? Football is free-flowing and beautiful, and this VAR shit is is interrupting that, and it's not even making it more fair. It's like, people are still arguing about, should that have been a penalty, should it not have, should they have used VAR there, was it a clear and obvious mistake, or was it just like a bit of human error, and God, it's bullshit. But that's what I mean, man, you can watch the World Cup and get in on this fucking argument, or get in on the, 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 the controversy. Or do you want to live your life under a fucking rock, uncaring and cold like the back of the moon? The back of the moon? I don't know what that is. The dark side of the moon. I was doing some Pink Floyd shit. 
And tonight, it's uh, it's Australia versus Peru. And the thing about the last game of the group stages is it's played at the same time as the other game in that group. So Australia versus Peru is going to be at the same time, which is midnight, East Australian time, by the way, um, at the same time as France and Denmark. <laughs> so, um, so you can go and fucking watch it and watch the two games at the same time. Go to the pub. Go to the fucking pub, man. It like like I was thinking about this this morning. It's a great thing about living in like inner city Melbourne, um, other than everything, <laughs> other than that, it's the greatest place to live in the fucking world. And if you disagree with me, then you are country scum. No, if you <laughs> really winning fans here, uh, <laughs> I kind of believe that though. Is that wild? Not the country scum bit, but the god, it's the fucking greatest man if you don't live in the inner city in the inner north of melbourne then you're a fucking idiot no i kind of do believe that melbourne is the greatest place to live in the world um uh, and that's of the five places that i've been to (laughs) Um, but that's the great thing about living in inner city melbourne is like there are enough places around that it's kind of obvious when something's happening like if i go into the city there's going to be people milling around in Australia shirts watching the game and shit. But I was thinking about, like, a friend of mine in Adelaide, and I was going, like, dude, you should watch this game. And she's like, oh, I haven't really been getting into it. And I'm like, you will, don't worry. I was like, you will. You'll get swept up in it. But maybe not, because if you live in Adelaide, it's kind of spread out more. And, you know, unless there's, like, a person on your street who's getting into it who's got, like, an Australia flag at the front of their house or something, it's just like, how would you know that it's on? You go to work, you work your fucking job go home and watch fucking the bachelor or whatever and you might not even know that the world cup's on unless you watch the news um which once again who watches the fucking news you know um i guess because i look for football content i'm gonna see a lot of it online i'd be interested to know if any of you guys don't follow the football are you still seeing like ads and shit for it did you know the world cup was on if you hadn't listened to this podcast in the last two weeks because um God, it's so, it's just so bloody exciting. And, um, oh, which, by the way, actually is what I'm excited about. I leave on Thursday morning, 4.40am, my flight leaves um, to go to Europe for three months. God, oh, fuck yeah, man. This is going to be sick. Um, I also, oh, I got a bit of an announcement, actually. Um, so I'll be in London in, um, if anyone's listening from London, by the way, and, uh, if you're around on the Friday the 6th of July, um, or maybe if you're in Essex, head out to Peggy Sue's in Essex. Um, you, If you're from Essex, you'll probably know the bar, I reckon. I'm doing a preview of my show, 52 Days There, for the Edinburgh Fringe. Um, just check me on um, Facebook to have a look at that. Oh, that's on my website as well. Um, AidenTacoJones.com, uh, A-I-D-A-N, that's Alpha Indigo Delta Alpha <laughs> Negro. <laughs> God damn it. I can't... Every time I spell my name on, like... I've been getting real annoyed at people who spell my name wrong. Um, like, 
just on like phone, you know, not not like oh, is this how you know? But like on the phone, like if I'm on the phone to the bank or some shit, or even people write my name wrong when they reply to my emails, and it's like you know how my name is spelled, and I don't really care if I just see my name spelled wrong, but it's important when it's on forms and stuff, and I'll be at SendLink, and they'll be like, oh, you know, on the phone, and I'll be like, oh, it's Aiden Jones, A I D A N, and they're like A I D E N, and I'm like A I D A N. Alpha, Indigo, Delta, Alpha, and then I get to N, and I'm like, Neapolitan. <laughs> I can just, I can't help but think of the N word. It's so bad. <laughs> what is that? Why do I have that fucking brain? It's like a big red button. They're like, don't push it. Don't push the big red button when you're on the phone at Centrelink, bro. Oh. Um, but my big announcement is that. Um, I will be, so I'll be in London and then Dublin and then Berlin and then Edinburgh. And at the start of the Edinburgh Fringe, uh, my friends Peter Jones, Luca Muller and Adam Knox are going to be joining me in Edinburgh and we're going to do a podcast every night, every night of the Edinburgh Fringe. Um, Just a little recap, maybe just like a 20 minute thing, Um, but that's going to be taking the place of this podcast for that month because I'm not doing fucking a podcast every day and then my own one at the end like you know and shoot fuck that that's a lot of work and i'd just be rehashing a lot of shit so if you like this podcast um there's going to be a little short one every day and the reason first of all if if any of you guys haven't listened or don't know doug stanhope the doug stanhope 30 days in the whole podcast is like probably my all-time favorite podcast series um, because so Doug's a comedian. He lives on a little weird compound in a tiny town in Arizona called Bisbee. And a couple years ago, he did this thing where he tried to quit smoking by um, effectively locking himself in a caravan <laughs> for thirty days. Um, and he had all these limits, like he could only he could drink two drinks a day, but they couldn't be mixed drinks. And they, like, because he wants to smoke when he drinks, so he had to not get drunk. But then he had, like, all these, like, ways that he was trying to trick himself. Like, he had a couple of, like, really brutal cigarettes where it's, like, you can smoke. They're, like, so strong that you could smoke, like, a third and put it out and then smoke another third later. And he had one in the caravan with him because he was, like, if he has the cigarette on him, then he doesn't, he knows that he can smoke, so he won't, but if he doesn't have a cigarette on him, then the first time there's a cigarette, he'll like want to smoke it, whatever, but the point is, he did a podcast every day for an hour a day for 30 days, and there were like all of these little inside jokes developing, um, and he started having all these theories, and it was so fucking funny, I listened to it over the course of like, of like maybe two months, and um, I kind of think that our Edinburgh podcast is going to be a little bit like that. Those guys are staying in a different place to me, but I can see myself getting to like at least every second day, but hopefully I'll be able to pod with them like every day or so. And um, I just think it's going to be great, man. The little stories that develop when you're hanging out with people for a month. I fucking, I can't wait. And we're all doing these gigs and like, you know, I'll probably be talking about some stupid date that I went on or some girl that I like and, and like fucking Luca will be talking about how he hates someone. Someone was doing a shitty job I'm seeing or something. And I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be great. <laughs> I want to try and introduce Pete to the chicken that they have. Pete like had a KFC podcast recently where they reviewed every menu item on KFC. Um, very funny. Check out Peter the Jones. Uh, on Twitter and I'm sure you'll be able to find that through his socials but he loves KFC and I'm like dude 
you haven't had the fucking chicken in the UK yet. Like, it's next level and it's so cheap and it's swimming in mayonnaise. If that dude loves KFC, he's about to put on fucking five kilos when he goes to the UK, which is sick because I know he's also, he's been trying to lose weight and, uh, but he's just kind of slipping a little bit back into drinking. (laughs) So it's like, we're going to be drinking more and there's brutal cheap ass chicken in the UK and we're going to be hanging out for a month. Pete, you're putting on five kilos. <laughs> I'm calling it. <laughs> That's actually real funny because he'll be so bummed when he realizes that he's not like he can't help the reality of that, you know? Oh, and uh, I think Knox is meeting his girlfriend's family over there. Knox's family is from... The UK, I want to say. That'll be fucking interesting as well. That's what I'm saying, man. There's already there's these like introductory threads. Be part be part of the movement. Be part of a live story taking place. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm excited. So I leave on Thursday morning, 4.40 a.m. And oh, I just realized, oh my God. Fuck this, man. I just realized the other day that my flight, um, which I thought... Look, I got this flight for $1,100 return, and uh, that's incredible. The next cheapest flight was like $1,650, so I'm already a winner, but um, I realized that my flight lands in uh, in Manila at 11 a.m. on Thursday, and it leaves at 1 p.m. Friday. And I thought it was 11am to 1pm same day, but it's fucking not. I've got 26 hours in cunting Manila. Oh, I think I'm going to top myself. This is going to suck huge dicks. Um, so I'm going to miss one World Cup game when I fly out. That's at 4am and I'm going to leave at 4.40. I think when I land, I'm just going to jump on the Wi-Fi and watch that game, see how that, or there are two games there, see how they went, and then, um, I don't know, man, (laughs) that'll kill like four hours, um, just 22 to go, you know, I'll probably sleep a bunch, I've got some, um, some tamazepans that my mate gave me yesterday, I had a lovely day, uh, with my friend Lo yesterday, she spent $70 on me, (laughs) Um, because we got to breakfast and I was like, hey, I'm, I'm, uh, I might get this. And she was like, oh, are you going to get like a thing? And I was like, oh, I've just got, you know, I've only got 29 bucks until tomorrow morning. It's just enough for breakfast. So I just, I'll get that. And she was like, oh, don't worry. I got it. And I like put a little bit of fight back and then it was like, okay. And then she got drinks and then she got fucking, we drank all day. And then we had some more beer and like a tasting plate. And, oh, she spent so much money on me. It was so lovely. Um. That was a nice yawn, wasn't it? Um, what am I talking about? Yeah, the Philippines, dude. I've just Manila. It's gonna. It's not gonna be a thriller in Manila. It's gonna be a killer. It's gonna be a blood spiller. What am I fucking talking about? Don't try and rap, loser. Um, I remember last time I was there, I went for a walk to the servo. Um, last time I was there, I also visited a brothel. So there's that. Um, but I think I want to do that again. I don't know. I've thought about it, but it's just, it's a, like a total waste of money. Um, 
and it really still it only kills like it, i've got a cab there and then the, it probably killed like four hours like it wasn't even that much of a time waster because <laughs> that's how i see sex it's a way to kill time before death um but on my way back i walked past there was like a little servo thing there and i found a card machine that my my card would work on and uh i might i might go out there again i might try and find a bar but there's not really a lot of bars like around the airport you know um it would be cool if i could find a bar that maybe would be showing the game um the games like the next night that'd be kind of sick but then i land in London on Friday night and um oh man like England are going to be playing whether they win or come second in the group they'll be playing on Monday or Tuesday and uh, I'm I can't wait to meet up with a bunch of mates go and watch the England game and just get fucking tanked man <laughs> just get tanked in the day watch England hopefully win their knockout game I mean I'm I'm more rooting for England like I don't think Australia are going to get through but uh, England are already through the group stages. And you know what? They're actually playing really fucking well. They're playing great football. Um, they've only played two shit teams. They've played Tunisia. Uh, they won 2-1. And then they played uh, Panama and won 6-1. But that performance in the first half, they were 5-0 up in the first half. And it was just fucking really good attacking stuff. They really put Panama to the sword. And after watching that and seeing... like If you, if you search the hashtag, it's coming home... Um, I talked about this last week, but if you don't, if you haven't done it, search the hashtag "It's Coming Home" on Twitter and just find some of the videos of people losing their mind to these England performances, because there'll be more after that Panama like fucking demoli- demolition of of um of Panama in the first half. People are actually getting excited and they're starting to think like there was an article in the Guardian today that said something like the World Cup, the trophy is um, winking in the direction of the England squad. It's like they're starting to think like maybe they can do it and I want them to do it. There's no country that I want to win more than 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 uh, than England. Only for the fact of like so many of my friends are English and it would be the most incredible thing in the world for them to win. They've not won since 1966. Fucking France won more recently. Germany would be so boring if they won. Spain won more recently. Oh, England winning the World Cup would be incredible. And I would I would be there. So fucking Go on, England! <laughs> I'm really excited to watch that knockout game. How far are we through here? What else was I going to talk about? Um, oh, yeah, but the, the Guardian uh, World Cup pod. If you don't have a way to, like, get into the World Cup as well, the um, the Guardian World Cup podcast daily is, um, is real fucking good. I've been doing it every day. It's almost getting up to an hour now because there's more games going on and it's more important or whatever, but just real funny. They've got those running joke things going on as well. That's that's the way of the future with podcasts. Just like short bursts of daily things, I reckon, really get people involved. I'm so excited for that Edinburgh shit. Uh, music I was going to talk about. Um, I've never heard of this band before, but I found them. I can't even remember how I found them. Um, it was on Spotify, but Kokoroko, uh, that's K-O-K-O-R-O-K-O. And... The tune is called Abbasy Junction. Um, I'm just going to check them out real quick. I'm going to look them up, which I haven't done before. 
That pear is still in my tum tum. <laughs> That's not what the band sound like, by the way. They're like jazzy. Here we go. Kokoroko, their website, kokorokomusic.co.uk. Oh, they're British. Kokoroko are a young London-based Afrobeat eight-piece band led by trumpeter Sheila Maurice Gray. We play music we love. We grew up with and our parents got funky too. Inspired by Fela Kuti, Ebo Taylor, Tony Allen and the great sounds that come out of West Africa, we put on a performance to honour the master that taught us. Many of us are, most of us are London jazz school kids who met playing in London. We noticed a void in people like us playing Afrobeat and Kokoroko with proper London fire was born. Um... Yeah, man, really groovy stuff. They, uh, what do we got here? Oh, Ronnie Scott's. Okay, so the famous jazz club in London, Ronnie Scott's, the owner, says, as soon as Kokoroko hit the stage, the 900-strong audience was floored by the band's musical prowess and stage presence. The band's beautiful, soulful, and spiritual compositions both healed and healed the soul and got bodies moving. Without a doubt, they are ones to watch in 2018. Um, I think I'm going to go see this band in London. Fuck yeah. What's their touring schedule like? Um, oh, also, by the way, uh, they've written they've uh, used the wrong flawed here. They've put flawed F L A W E D, not flawed F L O O R E D, which is like surely when an audience is flawed, it's not like the nine hundred strong audience had something wrong with them. <laughs> they all developed a disease as soon as Kokoroko started playing. Everyone just got really sick and had to go home. <laughs> What do we got, man? Let's see. Shows. Come on, you little dirt pig. Sunday, July 8, 8 till 9. Worldwide Festival. What? What? All right. Let's have a look at this. Worldwidefestival.com is where? Théâtre de la Mer. What? Live? No, I hate this. I can't figure out what this is. You guys, I don't know where they're playing. It just says fucking Saturday, July 7th, Theatre of the Sea, in the World Festival. This website is garbage! What is going on? The 2018 World Festival. Okay. Fucking this website sucks. If this doesn't load in three seconds, then I'm never going to this festival in my life. Three, two, one, half... 0.25, you just lost yourself a valuable fucking punter world fest, you pieces of shit. And for anyone else listening, all of you, don't go to world fest, their website's shit. That was, a, that was an incredibly bad website, no, fuck this, I'm gonna, I need a Google, I need a Google, well, oh, now it fucking comes up, worldwidefestival.com, something, it's like a festival, where is it, though, dude? I hate this. It, it, it doesn't say where it is. It must be somewhere in France, because they were speaking fucking Francais before. Nah, I don't know, man. Point is, Kokoroko, I'm sorry, sorry you guys had to listen to that. Kokoroko, really great. Um, 
I wanted to talk about a couple more things. Oh, I got to email my friend Rick. I really... Rick, if you're listening to this, I'm very sorry that I haven't emailed you. Um, my friend Rick sent me a long, lovely email that, to be fair, he he emailed me because he finally read um, my uh, novella, The Abisham Flat, that um, went with my last show, and I gave it to him, like, September 2016, I reckon, I gave him a copy, and... Uh, I, he read it, like, it took him about 18 months to get down to reading it, but then he read it, and he sent me an email, and it was a lovely email, and talking about life, and me and Rick are are good friends, we always have great conversations, and I reckon I got that email in, like, March or so, or maybe even Feb or January, but I just, I haven't replied, I think I've got to do that today, um, so then hopefully I can see him in London, I mean, I will see him in London anyway, but I can see him and, and look at him in the face, and not have the shame of, like, hey, mate, I'm sorry, I didn't, um, didn't reply to your email for fucking six months ago. What a piece of shit. I've got to do that. Oh, my phone. I've got a busy day today, actually. I don't know why I'm still talking here. My phone screen smashed on Saturday. Finally. Um, I was flipping it around and it landed face down on my kitchen floor and it smashed. And I didn't even realize that the protector, I thought, and this is why I'm stupid, I thought the, the like, screen protector was like another layer of plastic on top of the screen and it is not (laughs) it's just a fucking little like i thought it was another thicker layer of like semi-glass plastic or something that was like and it's just it's just fucking it's just a little plastic film bro so when i saw it smash i was like oh the screen protector's smashed but my screen's still fine (laughs) like i thought that the screen protector was kind of made of glass as well um, and it really bums me out that it is absolutely not. So I've got to go get my screen fixed today. Um, I've got to put on the next one of my, my fucking blogs. Anyone who's reading my blogs, thank you very much for reading that. I'm, uh, I'm really, uh, enjoying and also dreading putting them out every day because it is, it's like a 10, 15 minute task to format the page and all that, but it's cool just to have something to do. And I know that I'm like, putting it out there and people are reading it that's really nice um what else man i was going to talk about how i got really drunk last wednesday night but that's who gives a fuck about that man <laughs> i drank all day with my mate sam um yeah i just I, I, I drank all day from like 1 p.m with him went and did a show don't really remember much of the set that i did um got overcharged on a lift home by a fellow comedian and then just got drunk all night. Woke up at 6am in my friend's hotel room with my phone on charge, like back at the bar where we were at. I was like, oh God, my phone's still charging at the Imperial. Called them up on Sam's phone and was like, do you guys have my phone? And he was like, I'm leaving in 10 minutes. You better be here. Had to run down the street and get my phone. That was a nightmare. I reckon that's it, man. That's me. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you're still listening, rate the fucking podcast, please. Or tell people, if you can think of one person who you think might like this podcast, let them know, dude. Um, I really love doing this shit. And over the next three months, it's going to be, um, it's going to be a lot more interesting. I think for me traveling around and then the month long Edinburgh podcast. Oh God, I'm real tired, but thank you guys so much for listening. This has been sitting under a tree with Aiden Taco Jones. Peace.